0: People are increasingly talking about water because of what's going on in Flint, Michigan with lead contamination. But last week, attention was focused on another issue that could be as pernicious and even more pervasive perfluorinated chemicals, or PFCs.
1: PFCs have been linked to kidney and testicular cancer, thyroid disease, and certain birth defects.
0: According to the Associated Press, the Department of Defense is in the process of testing more than 660 sites around the country to determine if these compounds have contaminated our water.
1: The chemicals were used in firefighting foams on military bases to respond to airplane crashes but it wasn't like lots of jets were crashing necessitating the chemicals use.
2: So if you, if you live near you know, military sites, a lot of training went on and, and equipment testing because these are groups that had to be ready to respond to an emergency. And that's true in municipal airports as well.
1: That's Jennifer Field, an environmental chemist at Oregon State University, who studies these issues.
2: If there is a fire, you want folks to show up knowing what to do and how to use their equipment. And so that kind of routine testing historically probably is the source of some of the higher levels that we think of being associated with with military sites.
0: The military stopped actively using firefighting foams containing PFCs for training purposes in the late 1990s, but still uses them on actual fires and has stockpiles of it. And the use of PFCs at municipal and other airports has not been surveyed as far as we can tell. But
1: PFCs aren't just used in firefighting. They're found in a range of consumer products, from carpets to cosmetics to clothing, and even food packaging like microwave popcorn bags Bags and pizza boxes.
0: The chemicals were first developed by the 3M Corporation in 1951 and were used for decades by companies like DuPont to make nonstick, waterproof, and stain-resistant products. Consumers would know these goods by their trade names like Scotchgard, Teflon, Gore-Tex, and Stainmaster.
1: Before these compounds were developed, no one had them in their blood. Now, because all of us are surrounded by them on a daily basis, inhaling them, swallowing them, it's estimated that nearly 99% of us have at least trace amounts in our bodies. And they're
0: even found in fish and animals because they don't biodegrade. And as we continue to use them, they accumulate in the environment and their concentrations can only
1: The EPA doesn't regulate PFCs, but has two of them, PFOA and PFOS, on a list of emerging contaminants that could pose a health threat. In 2009, the agency issued Provisional Health Advisory Values but they don't restrict the chemicals use. It's possible that the EPA will establish an MCL or maximum contaminant level for the chemicals later this year.
0: The urgency in establishing that maximum level was emphasized in a letter sent last Friday to the EPA by the governors of New York, Vermont, and New Hampshire stating that the problem is not local, not regional, but rather nationwide. The
1: governors are calling for the EPA to implement federal guidelines in a consistent science-based approach to the problem after high amounts of the compounds were found in drinking water in Hoosick Falls, New York and Bennington, Vermont. Those contaminations were linked to plastics manufacturing in the area.
0: Even if the EPA does establish federal guidelines, some think the values they would set would be too weak. The Environmental Working Group, a nonprofit watchdog organization, said the standard for PFOA in drinking water is not nearly stringent enough. They produced a report that builds on an earlier study by researchers from Harvard University and the University of Massachusetts that also found thresholds weren't adequate.
1: The problem with PFCs isn't confined to the US. An agency within the World Health Organization classified PFOA as possibly carcinogenic to humans.
0: And about two hundred prominent scientists worldwide signed the 2015 Madrid Statement calling on the international community to limit the production and use of PFCs, noting a growing body of evidence linking the chemicals to adverse health effects. But even if the EPA acts to ban PFCs, it will still be a problem. Again, Jennifer Field.
2: There's an awareness that You can limit things in one country, but you might get a supply from another country. The United States is not the only country that that uses these materials. And so we have other manufacturers around the world. China is a significant one, as well as remaining manufacturing in the U.S. So it's a complicated marketplace. That also adds to the complexity. The good news is
1: some companies are starting to respond. Brands that produce outdoor clothing like Puma and Adidas have already adopted elimination targets, and others like Ikea, Levi Strauss, and Crate and Barrel have all said they will phase out the chemicals in their supply chain and from products that they sell.
0: Reporting for H2O Radio, I'm Jamie Sudler.
1: And I'm Franny Halprin. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Build a better world through better water at AWWA's ACE 16 in Chicago, June 19th through 22nd. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash ACE 16.